0: Happy Tuesday.
1: Hello, everybody. Good morning. And hey, it's the 28th of May, which means that we in the United States just celebrated our little Memorial Day.
0: Yes, we did.
1: We've been all taking a little bit of days of relaxing and a little bit of days of praying.
0: Yes. Yeah, we've um, appreciated so much everyone checking in on us. All the prayers. Here we are. We're here. And it's been a it's been a wild week and wild with adventure. And we've just gotten to see Papa move in so many ways. Jesus save us in so many ways. Yes. And El Shaddai nurture us all through this. So um we are here. We have had a lot of storms. We have a a dam that's being released. Um it's uh, we spoke about it a bit last week, I think, and so um, we've just been in the process of them upping outputs, decreasing outputs, all trying to keep um, keep flooding, widespread flooding from occurring. So the story is that um, in 1986 they did something similar to this, and the floods were devastating for Tulsa, for Bixby, uh, areas of Tulsa, um, some of the different towns. So they're doing a release. We've had record rainfalls and that kind of thing. And so they needed to release into the Arkansas river from the dam. They want to release that. So it doesn't crest the dam because then they don't have as much ability to navigate that water. So, um, they were very cautious and in warning everyone trying to make sure people were aware um but miraculous things have happened um truly we should be flooded um should have been since last week and we're not there are some areas that are but um the the areas they were concerned like that everything would be flooded just hasn't occurred and um so it's it's been slow and steady there they are watching our levee system we have a levee system here um because of the Arkansas River and that kind of thing so um they're keeping a close eye on that to make sure it's able to handle the pressure that it has right now and um it's just been It's been pretty amazing because they, the reports, the articles, all of those things are reflecting what we've prayed—very words uh, the Lord has led us to say and pray throughout this—and they're showing up in the news reports. And um, so that's been pretty amazing. The water has moved much slower than anticipated that's right and so um it's it's rising very slowly and so um and what they would call stabilizing within the river the river has been very stable so um they are to increase the outputs a bit today and so that always puts extra alerts out so for us it's been incredible because it's not oh their reports were wrong mm-hmm. we just really see where he is he's rescuing he's saving he's responding and mostly showing us what to respond to and and how not to react to what could be we've had um a lot of storm systems and we talked about systems last week And so we've had a lot of those, um, tornadoes that began to form and then would dissipate and that kind of thing. So it's been pretty amazing time to just be with him, just trusting him, waiting with the Lord. So here we are.
1: Here we are. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't look at forecasts around here. But sometimes Papa shows them to us after they (laughs) fail, after the forecasts were wrong. But um, yeah, you have severe thunderstorms. You have what they call flash flooding, which is a thunderstorm that's in a small pocket and it just shows up with lightning and thunder and heavy rains. And it's so much rain that it floods and then goes on. Severe thunderstorms, aerial flooding, Uh, and tornadoes. So it's just been kind of like a crazy May. And, um, but the cool thing is, is like you're saying, I mean, we, we drew closer to Papa. We prayed, we believed what he said. Mm -hmm. And even, even when, what we saw on the satellite, you know, we just believed what Papa said Mm -hmm. and, um, and yeah, tornadoes formed and then disappeared. Um, the rains came which historically should have meant the extreme flooding of Bixby and simply stated has not been the case. So we're just absolutely in awe of God and all of the wonderful things to tell.
0: Yeah, Wednesday night we had this uh I don't know, it was like Armageddon. <laughs> <It> showed up. <laughs> there is a tornado on every possibility of a tornado <clears throat> on every side. And, um, we just felt we were invited to go outside and worship like that is what he wanted us to do. And I was of course, recounting the I five storm Bain testimony of being out in the middle of Araba when similar, similar occurrence happened and, and just watching that storm fall. And so we did, we went out for hours and just worshiped and, um, received pictures of of clouds that came down but could never form and so they just looked like pillars where His goodness came and, and we responded to it and that was happening all over um, Saturday night was uh, crazy awesome <laughs> and we had uh, ICU and BPSO we got home got to bed and then sirens started going off and that was one of those there was nothing on the radar there was nothing in the forecast about that and so we just are learning more and more just to respond to him when he wants to show us a plan of the enemy when he wants to reveal his goodness we just want to be right in the middle of that so that's where that's where we are remaining
1: that's exactly right well papa's been talking to me through this and some pretty cool things um what he what he has emphasized the most was choice and um so he took took me back to terraforming legacy and the heralding horses and the four horses of choice and that whole thing, one of the experiences that we had mm. is we drove on the land of Araba to check it just to make sure everything was okay, yeah. which it was shockingly wonderful.
0: Yeah, we were doing our Bixby tours every morning, just checking on our downtown and different neighborhoods and, and Aruba, So yeah.
1: In Araba, you know, of course, we love to walk, but this is one of those days where it's probably best to drive and, and mm-hmm. just go through and see what's going on. And we get to this place where the, um, the, our, our creek, we call the River Splendor, has gone all the way up to the grass. Now, if you ever see Splendor when you're on Otterby, you know that it's about 13 to 15 feet. We're going to call mm-hmm. it five meters from the grass to the water. So there's a very deep ravine before you get to water, but not now. (laughs) Now (laughs) it's right at the grass, which means Mm -hmm. that the water in the ravine that holds splendor is so full that it has an extra 13 to 15 feet or five meters of water Mm -hmm. in it, which is a lot of water. So um, it has, uh, spilt over just a little bit. I mm-hmm. mean, we're talking about nothing, 300 acres, you know, and this is a very small portion. Yeah. But, um, what we found is, is that the water had just mm-hmm. gotten to this part of the road, which is right near the bank. And, um, we were there and, uh, in the middle of the road, right past the water, there was a fish. Yes. A big, <laughs> massive fish, like Almost twice the size of my big massive foot, yeah, and um, and it was it was uh, just laying there. So Mon, I thought, oh no, oh it died. Well, no, this fish (laughs) was quite alive, and but you
0: didn't know until you got right up to it. Yeah,
1: and then then, started flopping. Then I got to scream out, "The it's alive!" (laughs) But anyway, the um, the fish was a female. The female was pregnant. Yeah. And uh, so we got to get the fish into the water and uh, where it was too shallow for it to go far, but it lived. So then Shamar came and with the uh, appropriate gloves and other equipment and took this fish to our big pond, Poema. And uh, as soon as that fish touched the water, it took off like a rocket. Mm -hmm. So this fish lived pregnant. Now, the type of fish that it is is a silver red horse. Now, <clears throat> you could make that up, right. but I doubt it. So a silver, a, a pregnant female silver red horse is laying on our road <laughs> and is now living in our pond. So the first thing to know about the silver red horse is silver is 47. Mm-hmm. And red horse is one of the four horses of choice. And it is the, the horse that tells us that uh, that people are either choosing love or not love, and the fruit of that will be peace or war. And so that was, that really stood out to us. And one of the cool things, a silver red horse is actually a bottom feeder. And uh, Poema desperately needs a colony of bottom feeders because mm-hmm. it's a little muddy. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, when those things grow, they can grow algae and bad things. So having some, a whole, you know, mother and child of, of bottom, <laughs> child's. Of, of, uh, bottom feeders <laughs> is actually a provision. Yeah. So um, as I was praying about this over the next few days, I just said, Papa, you know, this experience feels like an assault. I said, Mm -hmm. why is that? And uh, Papa took me to this really cool uh, couple of verses in Psalm. And I just want to read them real quick. Psalm 88, verse 16. And this is kind of a shock, but wait in here. Your wrath. So this is a person speaking or singing to God. Your wrath has swept over me. Your dreadful assaults destroy me. They surround me like a flood all day long. They close in on me together. And I'm like, whoa, Papa, that's just incredible. And I said, you know, tell me more. Papa said, well, you know, this isn't my punishment. This isn't my wrath. This isn't my anger. He said, this is me drawing people to choice. This is Mm -hmm. everything I've been saying for the last few years is, is that choice is becoming more and more Pardon the expression, mandatory, which is a great thing. It Mm -hmm. means that our freedom to choose is being restored. So, all of these land missions of dismantling deception, manipulation, control, coercion, all of the enemies of choice, therefore the enemies of love, because love is not forced upon anyone, it's freely chosen. And so, all of these things are coming to pass. And so, Papa is just saying with this, he's like, hey, I'm not drawing people to harm. I'm not punishing or hurting people. I'm bringing about or allowing is the best word. I'm allowing these things so that people choose. And so he said, take a look at these words. Okay, so assault. Assault is a real classic Hebrew word in case you don't know. In this particular example, it's uh, beotim. Now, Beotim is not a word you get to say every day. No. But we need to start saying it more often, I think. Uh, beotim is, it's just, it's chock full of love. Mm. Strong 1161 has bait, Ayin, Vav, Tav, Yod, and Mem all in it. That's six consonants. I wow. mean, work it. You know, Beotim. And uh, so you have, <laughs> be, uh, you have bait and then the ao. you know, that's the Ayin and... and uh, And the Vav, Eo. And then Tim is the Tav, Yod, and Mem. So it's the covenant that sees man's maturity held in the womb. Mm. The covenant that sees man's maturity held in the womb. Which means that it's almost like a, a promise that your children will grow mm-hmm. maturity mm-hmm. and so the generation matures and it's a promise it's a covenant of mm-hmm. that and this it's this uh, an assault well okay so another way that 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 is um is seen in uh Hebrew is as a terror and um and it's only used twice in the bible mayotim mm-hmm. is only in Psalm eighty-eight, uh, verse sixteen, and then in the book of Job. So it's not a word that you're going to see very often, but it it has a it's a real jam-packed word. It's definitely something that was mm-hmm. concealed for us. So what does that lead us to? Okay, well let's look at this word flood. So flood is a, a classic Hebrew word. So it is actually my myim and uh, myim is simply three consonants and it's mem yod mem Mm -hmm. but the first mem is an open mem and the second mem is a closed mem so the flood is um, is when you have an open mem which is the revealed truth is yielded yod to the closed truth which is the closed mem so the idea Mm -hmm. being that we have expectancy from the truth he's already revealed that within the truth He has not yet revealed,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's expectancy. Yeah, there, there's something glorious for us mm-hmm. in that, and so the floodwaters are simply a sign to us yeah. that there's a, a unrevealed truth yet. There's a truth yes. that's yet to be revealed. Yes. So Papa's going to reveal a truth in that second mem, the closed mem, and it's going to show us, wow, this is this is where our maturity, this is where our generation grows, this is where um, our fullness of what God has spoken over this generation is coming. So what does the assault of terror <laughs> that leads us to seeing there's more to come, what does this give? What choice does it give us? Well, it, it gave us a choice, and I'm gonna use some Ma language here. So this okay. is for you.
0: Oh, so we're
1: either gonna be terrified <laughs> or testified. Oh. We're either going to have terror
0: yeah.
1: or we're gonna have a testimony. Yes. And what happened? You know, you look at Previous storms, I mean, our history of storms over the last 15 years includes, in America, includes uh, some serious hurricanes, Katrina, Mm -hmm. and all of the hurricanes that came from it terrorized the region, and people were traumatized by that, and so instead of trust, there was trauma, Mm -hmm. but you know what, all of us experienced that, you know, and we look back here in Bixby even just 4 years ago in 2015 we had those massive floods that mm-hmm. that turned Otterbot into a lake and you could see it it wore on people like mm-hmm. a heaviness there was terror and there was trauma instead yeah. of trust and testimony yeah, so sure. now here we are in 2019 and what did we see so we got to meet one of our neighbors uh, next to the corner on Friday yes. and she's a believer and, uh, and we were, and we were there with a person who, you know, maybe believes in some, uh, outside of Jesus thing, other stuff. things, some things that include other categories. <laughs> yeah. And so me and this person who's a believer and this third person who's kind of gone past that. Um, we are just praising God and we're mm-hmm. giving testimonies. We're just talking <laughs> testimonies. Why? Because we believed, we yeah. trusted, we, we, we chose the testimony through trust instead of the trauma through terror. And, um, and that it wasn't just Blue Flame. It was all of Bixby chose and could, and this person was saying, you know, all over Bixby, I see believers and they're saying, you know what? We just prayed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on, Big yeah, Speed! Yes. You better believe you prayed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, what did we see? We saw a floodgate of testimonies, not a floodgate of terror and trauma. And so, uh, I feel like this is Papa. He's calling us to uh, the expectancy of the uh, the truth that has not yet been revealed. Meaning, he's he's got a power packed. Revelation that that is in progress, and in that is the maturity of our children. It's the uh, inheritance of everything that is to come, and there are many good testimonies that are with that.
0: Yeah, and sometimes our focus is so much on, you know, in quotes, the big testimony. Like they've stopped releasing the water now, and and nothing happened. You know, and we're <clears throat> we're on our way but we get to be in the midst of things and all the testimonies that happen in the middle are so incredible because they're the picture, you know, the enemy does set traps, but Jesus set table, you know, he sets tables. And so there've been like, there's just been this smorgasbord of, of things for us to taste and see his goodness all throughout this. And I don't want to miss any of those, and you know, Reddy has kind of been <laughs> positioned in Bixby. Um, instead of our disaster reports. He's giving us the daily delight, so we get these texts and um, from him, and he'll tell us, you know, just what what Papa's doing in the middle of things that we might not have access to. So, one of those was that the our city officials said that if by the weekend all of Bixby wasn't flooded. It would be an undeniable miracle. Yes. You know, that's just so cool and that happened. It you did. know, it and did. we're we're still walking a journey, but they can't take that back. No. They said <laughs> <laughs> if it hadn't flooded by the weekend, it was an undeniable miracle. You can't take that that miracle request back. So right. that, that has happened, but there's just this great encouragement and so, we're getting to see different places to help. It's not just if there's flooding um our downtown had to be prepared you know for things and so um there's different businesses that haven't been able to be open, and that kind of thing. So, how can we be a help to them and keep revealing the miracle that the miracle multiplies and we we now that he's provided the miracles we just get to multiply them we just get to increase them and that's the coolest thing ever and just in what what you were saying about maturity we've watched people have to make very significant choices throughout this um and the one that just has been i don't know just pounding around in me has been um gone in shamar because their neighborhood did receive an evacuation notice and and it was um it wasn't mandatory and for them i mean they just moved in to their beautiful you know orchard just right after winter tea so they haven't been there they're still settling in you know really and they get this um evacuation notice and so they were praying and they felt so much peace it's not going to flood it's, it's really not going to, you know, come in to the house and that kind of thing. Yet they felt Papa kind of stirring something in them. So even though they had peace, they knew what Papa said. It's not going to flood. Everything's okay. And they had, you know, neighbors that were, were afraid they'd experienced other floods and that kind of thing. But they did feel Papa was saying they needed to honor the city. And the request they made, because if they did that was one less area that that the city had to focus on, and they could be focused on other places, knowing this area didn't have residents in it, so they had the peace that their their home wasn't going to be devastated, yet they also had the peace to respond to Papa and honor something um you know that they seemed juxtaposed to each other but they really completed each other and it was just it was really cool to watch that just that maturity of choice coming and just what you're saying so yeah um and we have just seen so many incredible things also Reddy got this picture he went to a portion of land that did have some water just on the edges of Bixby and There was this whirlpool, so what it looked like was a plug had been pulled out of a bathtub, so that kind of swirl, you know, when water's draining from a bathtub, and that was so incredible because it was just like Papa enjoying all of our prayers and everything we were doing because we really have prayed so much that the land will help us, that the land will just respond to the bride and swallow the water like it speaks of in Revelation. And we've seen that like an area that would have received water and then it couldn't have just disappeared like it had to have been swallowed. It had to have taken a big drink because there was no place for it to just run off to
1: it's the coolest picture in history
0: yes and so we we knew that like we were seeing it in our bixby morning drives we were seeing that like this one spot had had somewhere and in the evening and by that morning it was gone and there was literally nowhere for it to go and then Reddy has this picture of the whirlpool and uh and then that night wednesday evening <clears throat> we were just Worshipping And top, Papa was talking about the covenant of the wind and how it brings the cool of the day and it reveals when he wants to meet with us. And and so um, clouds are meant to be pillars, not funnels. <laughs> and so um, Iggy's son is going out. Iggy had um, knee replacement surgery and her son's been with her and she's doing very well. And he went out to grab something for her and there are these tornadoes happening and um or trying to happen I should say so he he takes a picture and this is the one he sent us and it's and he watched as the cloud came down never began rotating it never turned into a funnel and then just raised back up and so the picture is when it's down and it's just this pillar where he's experiencing God's goodness but there's this awesome sign it's it's kind of in the middle of um, Bixby as you're driving through but here's this sign and so you enlarge it and it says spoiler alert, love wins it was just, that was just the best thing the best moment of my life that day and so <laughs> I just had a lot more since then but we've just seen it and so we've just, our journey has just really been responding and so a cool thing happened one of the first days um, when we were doing our checks and uh, driving across Araba, And just, it was really testimony checks. You know, we weren't checking for trouble. We were checking for testimony so we could tell everyone. And so, um, it's like Shamar is the star of this podcast all of a sudden. <laughs> I keep bringing up Shamar. But, so, several years ago, we felt to build um, the gates of Nehemiah. Nehemiah's wall and so we spread those through Araba portions of Araba and I of course made everyone walk by them as I like to do and uh, <clears throat> anyway Shamar had it on his heart and Tav, Um together they had it on their hearts to rebuild these gates so Shamar was commissioned to do it just to kind of update them and position them in different ways so I'm driving through and here's one of the gates and it's right at the edge of the road and behind it is just all of this water. So we have a river that we hadn't had previously and it's just really is flowing into splendor. And it was from rainfall and the gate is the exalt gate. And so it was just, you know, you just had to have a moment sitting there listening to that water rush and truly for us, for me, personally but i think for all of us after the land has flooded a few times you know you think a little differently when rainfall is happening and and we've really gotten to choose and choose for those drops to be delight instead of dread you know and so i was just really recognizing i love the rain i love when a river can be here and you know that kind of thing and how it wasn't this devastation. It was just like great joy to be sitting by that gate and just thanking him for everything he's done. So the next day when we did our, our drive through our testimony check, (laughs) the water was gone, but there was no way it could have been. Again, it was just one of those spots where Araba had to have just swallowed the water up. And, um, so, Anyway, so that was the exalt gate. So I knew that was a word for us during this time of, of storms and flood and just all the things we're getting to be with him in. And so really started just looking at that word exalt and found that the Hebrew word for it is Ram. <laughs> and it's, it's a part of the word taruma. Wow. So it might be room, actually, because it's a true. But
1: so we don't want to say to rum
0: in T-rum-a. No, Ta-t-rum-a.
1: yeah, Ta-rum-a.
0: yeah. So um, just was looking at that. And so it means to lift up, to bring to the highest possible level. Um, and it means to bring over much. So to lift above. Every circumstance is basically what exalt means, and to make Him the highest thing. And so it isn't um, about worshiping louder or longer or any of those things. It's about the position He has in our life, and especially when we all hold Him in that position in our life together and the things that can happen, and we've seen it because we've gotten to come together, whether it's to gather BPSO, but um, it means to have him in the, the, the most prominent position. Nothing can shift or shake him out of that place. Nothing around us, nothing that's happening, nothing that's being um, expected or forecasted or predicted can move him from that place. That's exalting him. That's how we exalt him. And when we all come together and that's where he is in each of our lives, there is such, it's a whole different kind of flood that is released. And that's the flood that covers the earth. You know, that is the flood that just fills every pocket and pond with, with glory, with his glory. And so another, Part of that is that um, it's like when the Israelites were asked to donate their gold and their silver and, you know, their valuable things for the building of the tabernacle. You know, well, did God not have the money for that? You know, well, of course, he's got all the provision, but it was that he was asking them to exalt him, to put him in the most prominent position, even more prominent um, than what they had, because one of the root words for exalt is lakash, and it means to take the spoil or loot, that which has been earned, not given. So he wanted them to just let go of all they had earned for themselves, all they had gotten for themselves, because he had something incredible he wanted to give to them, and that's what happens when we exalt Him. That's the teruma, you know, the first fruit of our heart. When we put Him most prominent above anything in our life, and and when we bring that into our communal worship, and we're all we have that heart set, the things He does because He's He's He can't help but exchange what had really no value for the most value. That anything could have what he would give. And so we've been watching that happen. We've just been seeing the truth of it, just exalting him and knowing that um, these situations that he allows, we get to celebrate what he allows. We really do. We do. I think we we so often celebrate what he prevents, you know? And and we do, like as loud as we can. <laughs> But there's something incredible when we can celebrate what He allows, mm. and find the beauty of that, and and how it's you know what you said, how it's drawing us nearer to Him. How could we ever despise what brings us closer to Him? And so, uh, just been really, you know, we felt a bit, I think, <laughs> like the the babies under two, you know, <laughs> who uh, Herod is pursuing. And, um, or even like the Israelites, when Pharaoh has let him go just with another (laughs) trap there, you know? And so you have that moment where you'd be like Iggy on the boat (laughs) going to Resurrection Island, where I said, you know, it's like a bucking bronc. And she said, I'd like my quarters to run out. And there is a place, you know, it's like, we'd like our quarters to run out, but not really. Because um, being allowed to be part of this is incredible. We've been met with miracles and miracles and more miracles. And now we're multiplying them because we realize it isn't that He's just releasing miracles. We see them all the time. It's a greater um, portion of our inheritance to be able to multiply those miracles and give them away. And so... It's just been an incredible time. It really has. Yeah. So let him show you some of those things he allows and allow yourself to be part of it instead of resisting it because you wanted him to prevent it. Sometimes we don't know the reasons he allows things, but it matters that he does.
1: Awe, wonder, and delight are virtually guaranteed.
0: Yes. Yay. Yay. All right. Well, we love you guys.
1: Love and lots of it. (laughs)